Welcome back to the LinksCast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Tyler. He remembers his name, even though he hasn't slept in like 36 hours. It's great. Yep. So, well, I don't know about that long. It's been a while. That's what you said. It's, that's, I could have went you know, for a higher number to make it seem more impressive. <laughs> I, just, I just don't want people to think I'm dying over here. It's only been like 24 hours. It's fine. It's like it's okay. He's sort of. He's just gonna start talking about NFTs again. We had to put a stop to that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, so this is the Linux Cast. We talk about Linux things. We are a day late, so uh, we do apologize for that. That's my fault this time. Uh, so surprisingly, this week has just been the absolute worst week when it comes to work. So we had four guys quit at work. So I had to go. So I'm not like I'm not a writer anymore at, at where I work, right? I still write a little bit, just but it's just mostly for fun and keep my toes in the water, as they say. So, but most of the time I'm just an editor. But we had four guys quit, so I had to take their assignments and do all those. So it has been just a monstrous week. Um, and on top of that, I hurt my knee, so I haven't been walking around all that much. So it's just been a kind of a crappy week for me. Uh, but. We're not here to talk about my woes. Um, Tyler, I'm not even going to ask you what you've done in Linux this week because we all know the answer to that question is that you haven't done shit in Linux this week because you're not a Linux user anymore. You're a Windows user. I'm, you're fired, dude. Seriously, what the hell? Like, one week I could put up with it. Two weeks, it, w- it was still, you know, fine, whatever. You had a good reason. But we're like three or four weeks in and it's still like you're you're still in bed with bill gates i mean really mm-hmm. what is wrong with you oh, uh, i'm just nervous because i don't want to spend so much i don't want to go over and spend 30 minutes setting shit up and then finding out that the desktop environment that i'm using like i have to like install some stupid thing and mess around with another stupid thing to get my freaking windows to go to half my vertical widescreen like i just don't have to mess with any of that stuff all i heard so, was blah 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 I, i'm lazy blah 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 exactly <laughs> that's that's in all reality that's all it is i'm lazy and and that's it so i'm fine with microsoft spying on me egregiously for the moment um i i am you know i'm not mad I'm just severely disappointed. Also really mad. but <laughs> I, I think it's a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome, too. It's like it's kind of like where, you know, your bully, like, beats you up and takes your lunch money. Like, for so, like, but the, here's the thing. Like, when he does beat you up and he takes your lunch money, like, so, like some other kid, like some good Samaritan, every single day buys you a really nice pizza. So you're like, uh, I mean, it's kind of easy. I mean, <laughs> I could run and everything, but then again, I could just get beat up and grab my nice pizzas. (laughs) Carlos gave me a really good idea. You're not actually in bed with Bill Gates. You're actually his illegitimate son. (laughs) Uh, Well, well, look, my 23 and me is not public. Okay. And (laughs) we we need to get um, Tyler's mom on here and just ask some really pointed questions. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm just saying you just open up my closet and it's full of khakis and sweaters. (laughs) He has some pocket protectors in there and some really weird glasses because the glasses you have just don't go with your Bill Gates, you know, repertoire. Well, I mean, if we're being honest, these are my backup glasses. Because my other one gets 
my other ones did get broke, so or lost. Yeah, I don't want to talk about uncomfortable glasses. That's just they just leave us into a, a rabbit hole. So, uh, so you haven't done anything in Linux. <laughs> like we're six minutes in, we still haven't talked about anything yet. <laughs> this is going to be a ridiculous podcast, by the way. So if you are listening to this right now, pull over in your car and find something else to listen to. I'm mean, no, just kidding. <laughs> if you're not in this for the biggest rambles and tangents you've ever seen in your life you probably won't enjoy this podcast because we will eventually get to the main topic. Um, whatever that main topic, but it will stumble there. We'll we'll get there because he's sleep deprived. I don't know what I am, but (laughs) somewhere (laughs) along the line. All right. Tyler, what have you been doing this week? Uh, just working a lot on the game. Um, I've gotten a lot of progress done. Uh, I am, I'm, I'm, really excited about a lot of the progress that I've made. Uh, we've got like a really nice logo for it, uh, whipped up. Got, um, uh, I mean, I showed you some of the stuff in there. We've got some pretty decent foliage. Um, we've got pistols, uh, and, or a pistol, a rifle with aiming animations, crouching, jumping. Um, you can switch your weapons. We've got fire mode switching, and uh, we're on the way to, to getting a good foundation for a, a single-player survival game. And, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. But that's I, it. From what I've seen of it, now granted, it was only what you just showed me today. It looks really cool. And um, I'm not just saying that because I have no talent in that area whatsoever, so literally stick figures would have looked awesome. <laughs> so um, you're... You, when you're asking for a critic, I'm not the best critic you could have, uh, but it looked really cool. So I'm I'm happy that you found that to do. Uh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> like I have, I have I have no talent in that area whatsoever. My my graphical designs chops are not existent at all. <laughs> <laughs> like they're really not. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, now, what about you? So, what have you been up to? So, in 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 the in the docs, I say I've been talking about uh, how I've been finishing up my MX Linux review, which is true. I'm gonna rec- hopefully record that today, maybe tomorrow, and also working on the website. But that last part is not true. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I thought when I wrote that that I was actually going to go through and work on the website, but I did not do any more of that. The server is still in the exact same position it was last week when we talked. So. It's just been a, a really, really long week. Um, I have been thinking about switching to a different window manager. I've been thinking about going back to i3 for a while. Just for fun. Uh, a change of sh- scenery. But that hasn't happened yet either. So, like, I have all these plans, but have just had no time to do any of those things. But, I don't know. It's been just a long week. I'm happy... That it's Friday. I'm like, I'm really, really happy that it's Friday. No. Like, really happy. Like, I, I, I like, like so much, so much happy that I can't even properly expect, es- express how happy that I am that it's Friday. Um, but anyways, um, uh, just let me talk a little bit, talk about MX Linux just for a minute. I really like it, man. Like, I'm seriously considering making MX my daily driver. That's how good it is. Um, oh, now, wow. uh, now, I'm recording it, recording this on Arco, not because MX is bad, but simply because I have all my OBS profiles here on Arco, so I don't want to have to go through and set all that stuff up. 
that's not that's not an MX Linux problem. That's a, a OBS is shit problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just like, it's it can't it's really good most of the time. It's shit the other ten percent. Uh, so that's the reason why I'm on Arco today. But I've been using MX Linux basically as my daily driver now for almost a month, and it is good. The problem, like I talked about last time, is that. Uh, if you use it with their intended purposes, which is non-systemd, you have some issues because a lot of programs are written for systemd, and those programs just don't work, right? So, yep. Yeah, so that's what I've been doing on Linux. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what my next long-term review is going to be. I'm thinking it's going to be like Endeavor OS or something. Uh, because people keep telling me, like, oh, Endeavor OS is the best Arch-based distro, and why are you always poo-pooing it? So I've never actually tried it long-term. I've tried Garuda long-term was meh on that. So we'll see. Maybe that's the next one I, I try. Um, I've also been... Uh, people have been talking to me about, like, a Gen 2-based distro. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Like, it won't be Gen 2 itself, because we all know when that will happen. But maybe no. Calculator... Uh, uh, what's the other one? Start with uh, seduction. Is that the, is that it? Um, I would I wouldn't know because I'm I'm not gonna try it. No. <laughs> I I spent too much time trying real Gento. No, pass. You tried to spend too much time in Windows is what you actually meant to say. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fedora keeps calling me back. Oh, I really like Fedora. Fedora is good. Elementary OS is not so good. Um. I don't know what made me think think of that. Anyways, all right, so moving on into the contact information, this should be good. I'm just saying that out loud right now because this is going to be a disaster. It's actually what it's going to be. So if you know me, you know that I can't get through the contact information worth a damn. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on Twitter at LinuxCast. You can subscribe to all of our audio stuff at LinuxCast.org. There will be a website there next week when we record this podcast i'm putting a deadline on it damn it it's so freaking close the website is done the server is up all i had literally had to do is install like a, a web server on the server and upload the files that's literally all i had to do i just gotta you know do it so i'm gonna put a deadline on it there will be a website there next week anyways you can contact us via email email at the linuxcast.org um, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash linuxcast. You can support Tyler, who has uh, places on Odyssey and YouTube, youtube.com slash zanyog on YouTube. You can join either of our Discord servers. We Links to those will be in the video description. You can join the Telegram group, which if you do join the Telegram group, I don't know why you'd want to do that. There's literally nobody there. I don't know why it's there. <laughs> um, but it exists. If you want to go there and uh, shout into the ether... <laughs> You can do that. Uh, you can uh, check out our merch store, or technically Zany's merch store. That link will be also will be in the video description. There's a lot of awesome stuff there, and you can subscribe to the LinuxCast on YouTube at youtube.com/slash/theLinuxCast. That was pretty damn good. I mean, <laughs> just saying yes, that was, it was that was pretty damn good. It wasn't the disaster that I thought it was gonna be. So every week, Tyler and I scour the internet for news items uh, pertaining to Linux and open source software. And this week is no different. So, Tyler, what is your uh, news item this week? Mine is a fantastic one. Uh, so, for any of you guys who are like like me and always were kind of into the Nooks, 
the Intel NUCs. Um, there's an AMD Ryzen. It's a desk mini, and um, this thing's actually pretty like solid. Um, it comes with a uh, four-core, eight-thread Ryzen 7. Uh, it's an H-series laptop processor, so it's a pretty decent laptop. It's one of the better laptop processors with Vega 10. And, um, you know, you can slap, uh, like, I believe it's got two uh, M.2 drives in it. Um, it can fit a 2.5-inch, and it comes with Manjaro OS Plasma Gamer Edition. Manjaro so, has a gamer edition. Since when? Uh, why not? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up with these things. Who cares, man? And I don't even know what that means. Gamer edition. They probably it means it has Steam installed. I mean, <laughs> that's probably it. But who cares? Like, let's. Why not? Let's make it. If Opera makes a gaming browser, why can't the world have anything else? Oh God. Like. That, Come on. Chat poll. Does anybody actually use Opera as their browser? If so, we're going to ban you. I'm just that kidding. doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. <laughs> the, like, we already know no one uses Opera. And if you do use Opera, it's only because you just don't know any better. That's it. Like, you've Either never that, tried anything else. You have else. such a hard-on for using something different that you had to go out and find the most different browser you could possibly choose because nobody else uses Why is Opera still a thing? <laughs> well, it, it, it's for that again that small niche, like niche amount of people who searched for a browser and picked the one that they had never heard of before, and then that's what they stuck with for the rest of their life. Or, or there's like some really, really nerdy opera people who liked, like you know, opera. Like the, oh like, wait, well <laughs> I guess opera devs probably use it. You think and so? I, I do say probably, probably. I mean, I don't know that they would, but probably. I would. <laughs> TFL says I mean, he's never used Opera. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, maybe Opera would be good if they were still using their own engine, but they just—it's just Blink. It to yeah. me, Opera. Uh, we're 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 trailing off of your yes, topic there for a minute. We'll come back to it in a minute. I just want to say this: it's like okay, so Opera's like Vivaldi before Vivaldi was Vivaldi, you know, because they have, like, uh, yeah. email clients and, and and all this stuff and VPNs and all that stuff built in. Well, I mean, it, it's really, it, I mean, it's really like Vivaldi before Vivaldi went really bad. Like, before mm-hmm. it got really bad. Alright. Seriously, I don't, I don't, how do we, how do we even have no idea. out of that conversation? I don't even know. All right, so this looks really cool. It's only like $500, right, too, right? Mm-hmm. And this is one of the, this is actually a, one of those rare Linux computers that you can buy here in the United States, I think, right? Uh, I believe so. Um, because like Slimbook and uh, like Tuxedo and all those stuff, those are all European-based um, manufacturers, and they don't sell over here. Like you can get them here, but it costs like two hundred dollars to ship it, and that's and, not. I mean, it's this thing is AMD, man. So that like, it's actually not crap. Like yeah. you could probably play decent games on it. I mean, I I don't know about the latest AAA, but you know, like you know, I'm, some yeah. Killing Floor Two or something like that. Some decent settings. Yeah, it yeah, looks it no looks problem. it looks awesome. It looks like it could drive d- dual displays too. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. All as right. far as I know, it has an HDMI and a, a Display Port um, connector. Yeah. 
That's cool. I wonder... Does it have... It only has one USB-C port, though, right? That's, uh, a, little, yes. that's a little disappointing. Um, Alright, it doesn't matter. Matt, you're going to have to wait to buy that anyways. <laughs> you have to buy new headphones first, because these things are hurting my ears. Okay, alright. So, moving on to mine. Uh, my news this week is that Wine 7.0 has been released. So, if you a, are a gamer of any sort, literally at all, uh, you'll know that Wine is probably the most important piece of Linux software for that kind of stuff. And this new version of Wine comes with improved high DPI to support. support. I can't talk with the damn improved. Okay. Um, I think this is HID stack and joystick uh, support, which is you know, good if you're using those like proprietary like joysticks and stuff that have become really popular since Microsoft Flight Simulator came out again. Uh, new WAS 64 architecture support for a lot of things that I don't actually know. Better support for multiple displays with caveats. I don't know what those caveats are. Uh, various new Direct3D 10 and 11 features, plug-and-play driver tweaks, and updated Mono 7.0. Uh, so there's just a ton of stuff here. Apparently it's a really big release. I'm not a gamer all that much, so a lot of that stuff just zoomed right over my head. I have no clue what actually any of it means, but uh, for those gamers of you out there, supposedly this is a really, really big release. Um, yeah, so, this is a big deal. This, like, might might make gaming on Linux much more playable. Like, a lot more playable. Well, that's across good. Across the because, because, all right, so... I wanted to play a game, and I've come to realize that Arco is crap for playing games because Proton doesn't work on my install of Arco at all. I can play any Linux native game that I want in Steam, but I, the minute I try to use a Proton one, it does that whole thing where you press the play button. It does the the first time you press the play button, it comes up with a little pop up and it does its normal Vulcan stuff and looking for shaders and all that stuff, and then it immediately the the play button which changes from green to blue goes back to green and says play again after that you, you when i hit play on the play button it goes to the stop button like it normally would and then it automatically goes right back to play and it does that on every single proton game out there like every single one that i have installed it doesn't matter what you know game studio and I, i've tried different versions of proton i've tried different uh settings in steam i've tried some different flags that they've said to try on the internet it just does not work. So, and I don't know why. Like, it, it really sucks because like, I wanted to play some racing games, damn it. But it just wouldn't start. <laughs> so I had to play City Skylines. And then I, I got, like, to, like, 10,000 people in in cities in my city. And the damn thing crashed. So, oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. So, gaming on Linux? Kind of shit. I'm just going to put that out there. It can still be kind of shit. Um, I'm sure, sure some. I'm sure if you use a more gaming-focused distro than what I'm using, maybe it's better. I don't. I'm. Assu I'm assuming the reason why I'm having problems is because of a of a, a well, dependency Arco, or something. I've I've had Arco play weird with a lot of things, so could just be Arco. But I love it so much. As, as much as we love it, I mean, it's so hey, good. <laughs> see, the really sad part is, is like I don't even use Arco, but I have a really nice Arco T-shirt that I made here. Yeah, you like, should. Everybody should go out and buy one of those things. Like it's so nice. It's made like with the Arco wallpaper. Like it's so nice. It is good. All right. 
So, I think we're moving right along. We've only been recording for 20 minutes, and we're already moving on to the main topic. What the hell is wrong with us? Obviously, so, me, uh, me sleep-deprived <laughs> helped us move along faster? What? <coughs> this is crazy. Excuse me. Matt, try Minjaro. I've tried Minjaro before. Um, maybe I should... I, I think I want a distro hop, damn it. Damn it. Thank you, Carlos. All right. Now I want a distro this? hop. How about this? If you try Mandraro, I will back up all of my shit and get prepared. I'll stop working on the game for a little bit, and I will try to switch back over to Linux and continue game dev there. Tyler, why don't you dual boot? Like, seriously, you're like a prime candidate. Uh, because there's no reason. Like, no, no, the no. whole reason I'm not using Linux is because I don't want to have to stop game dev and spend the time to, like, hassle and get everything to work. But I'm just saying it, that if you had two partitions on your hard drive, one Windows, one Linux, do your game dev and then mess around. Use Linux as like your like your mess around time. Like when you're taking a break, shut your Windows computer down and then boot back into to Linux and mess around for 15, 20 minutes. Take yourself a, a, a brain break. Switch back to Windows and keep going on your game. It's literally but the best of both worlds. But when all of my game when, when more games work on windows and uh it's like instead of me rebooting my computer and then logging back into a whole different system just to go in and watch netflix i can just press a button inside of edge while well, my button being a bookmark and watch netflix everyone I, in the chat everyone in the chat is hearing this right now and what they're hearing is that you're a lost cause you're never coming back to linux i just <laughs> said if you want to install manjaro let's make an event out of it and, right but, but you, you also said you're gonna have to wipe your your windows install out right yeah well, I, i've got a 14 terabyte drive i can back it up my next cloud drive I, as well i'm just saying if you had a dual boot every time you decided to try out a linux distro you wouldn't have to wipe out your your Windows install. It would just be there. Uh, no more installing Windows for you. It's just there, and well, it's working. I I would do that, but I don't have an extra drive. I I literally only have this 14 terabyte drive on this machine. I only have the 14 terabyte drive and my NVMe in there. And dual booting on the same drive with Windows is a no go. No go. Windows does not like that. It worked fine for me. Uh, Granted, it's been it's some it's been three or four years, so sometimes it will, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get a beautiful Linux install going and then just let Windows kill it. Like, no. Nah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I'm pretty sure TFL's in the in the chat mocking you, I'm just saying this. <laughs> you know that he's mocking me. <laughs> he's mocking someone. <laughs> Alright. Moving on to the main topic, we'll just put I mean, I'm gonna continue to try to get I'm, I am going to try Manjaro as my, on my main partition. So what I'm hearing is we're going to have a Discord event where we install Manjaro after this. <laughs> it will not be after this. It'll be this evening maybe, but I'm going to have to get out of this chair. This okay, so what I'm hearing is, just so everyone in this in, who's watching us live and listening to this afterwards, possibly soon enough to hear this, Matt is going to join me in my Discord server later on, and we're going to install Manjaro as a team. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> I have to use my phone and get Discord on there, you know? All right, we'll do this. Yep. Right. Okay. Okay. We're going to do it. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> TFL is one of those guys, was probably one of those children that have had the perfect puppy dog innocent eyes. He got away with everything. I'm sure he was. Um, me mocking. What, how dare you? That's what kills me about my, my, my even, dog. He even posted a halo <laughs> emoji. <laughs> that's great. All right. He knows. <laughs> Moving on to the main topic. Can KDE Beacon Arms. So, the reason why I wanted to talk about this was because I was listening to some other podcasts, and they were talking about, like, the history of Linux or whatever. And prior to KDE 4 coming out, KDE was kind of the predominant desktop environment. A lot of the distros out there used KDE as their main desktop environment. And then once KDE 3 came out, it was horrible, and people switched to GNOME. So... The question I had to ask was, do we ever picture a scenario in the future where that kind of switches back? Because there's been a lot of pushback over the developers and the way they're doing GNOME now. Do we see an opportunity for something like KDE to come in and be the predominant desktop environment again? Or have we become too fractured uh, and have too many desktop environments? So, Tyler, answer the question. Um I'm going to be that beaten and whimpering dog that has been whimpering for ages. Yes, just fix the settings menu. Jesus. It's convoluted. It looks ugly as sin. Um, that's it. Just, just KDE is so close to perfect. The only thing it lacks is just not even a UI overhaul. Just go in there and move around stuff and just make it look a little bit prettier. Like, just a little bit. Tweak tweak the UI so things are just spaced out a little bit more. Just some minor tweaks. And, oh my god, it would be great. But the fact that if I want to, uh, I don't know, change double... Like, if I click on an object... In my file browser, I don't I don't want a single press to open it up. I want a double press to open it up. The fact that I need to go into settings, so it's not in my file browser, which is cool. Okay, so it is in settings. So inside of settings, where would you think you would find it? Under mouse, under file, under file manager. No, you find it under workspace. Under workspace. That makes no sense. It's, Why would I find it? It's weird there? because the the single click and double click behavior used to be in Dolphin. That used to be where it was, and they moved it out. Mm-hmm. Why they moved it out, I don't know. I'm assuming they, they moved try. it out, and then for a short period of time, it was in Mouse, and then it moved out of there. It, I swear, it's just it's just one of those things where get that settings menu figured out, and KDE can excel. Okay, they so, have a great suite of applications. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever taken advantage of them. Scott in my Discord has, and he can talk about it for hours. He loves it. Kmail's fantastic. It's it definitely. I love all of them because they allow you to tweak, and I love the tweak stuff. Uh, so I'm gonna have to disagree with you about the settings things. I don't think that I. I think that in some places you're right that it is convoluted, and they need to do a better job of getting things to be actually where they need to be. Um, that's definitely true. But I don't think that it's ugly or anything like that. I think it's way better than it used to be. Um, and 
I don't think that that can even be argued. It's way better than it used to be. No. I think that their biggest hurdle actually in being mainstream and being usable is actually Discover. Because their software application center, now that is shit. And, and Discover has been crap for years. Now, don't get me wrong, it is better than it used to be. But that's not really <laughs> saying that much. It's, they've literally, it's literally the definition of lipstick on a pig. They've gone through and made it faster and added some screenshots and stuff like that but it's still not great looking and the thing about a store and this is true no matter whether you're selling anything or not is that your storefront has to have curb appeal like you don't walk into a mall and go into a place that looks like it was being run by a hobo it has to have you know it has to look nice and that's has the same thing. class yeah, yeah. and it just doesn't, right? It, the, the Discover just it looks like crap. It look it looks like the Seven Eleven of software centers. I yeah. know what you're saying. And yeah, and, yeah it does. It's exactly <laughs> what it does. Um, the, the the and the thing is is it, it, if it were the only software center in town and you had nothing to compare it to, people would probably find it perfectly fine. But if you compare it to something like GNOME software, and God, I hate saying this because uh, I hate everything that has to do with GNOME, but the GNOME Software Center, flawed as it may be, looks nice, you know, and they've gone through and continually, re, you know, uh, made it better and they've rewritten it and it's, uh, it has cool pictures and stuff like that. And uh, while cool Discover has gotten the, some of the screenshot things right, when you open up Discover, the first thing you see are icons and Half of the icons look like they're from the 1990s because you want know to know what? There's one thing that we can almost say almost universally is that uh, Linux software developers are not also graphic designers. <laughs> they can't yes. do icons worth a damn, the vast majority of them. I'm sorry, but they can't. Um, yeah. All you have to do is look at things like... Um, Here oh, soon, I, just take a look at my game. No. <laughs> just, I mean, things like... Gimp or Caden Live. I mean, they're, they're. I mean, their icons aren't horrible, but they're not, you know, catchy. They're not pretty. And what the hell does a fox have to do with uh, graphic design software? I'm just gonna put that out there. You know, I think yeah. is, is that a fox? I don't even know. Um. So I mean, that's. I think that's my biggest problem with KDE. It doesn't really answer the question though. Uh, can they overtake GNOME? Because I think. I think the question of if they can has less to do with how good KDE is and more to do with how pissed off people are with GNOME. Um, and because people are pissed off with the developers of GNOME. So um, I think that they have an opportunity there to get some foothold. But my worry is that we seem to be in an era less, an error, an era <laughs> less of people adopting pro technology that already exists so for example moving from uh, 1d gnome to um kit e but more in an era of people just deciding hey screw it i'm just going to write my own desktop environment uh system 76 is doing this but there's rumors that Ubu the canonical is going to do this with flutter uh budgie is going through and rewriting theirs instead of you know and going to efl uh so i think that that's going to be more where this goes instead of KDE becoming, because 
no matter what problems we have with KDE, it's the most customizable desktop environment we have by far. Like, yes, that comes with its own problems, but from a customizability standpoint, if you're a distro maintainer, why you wouldn't just go through and customize KDE to make it look how you want it to look for your users? Why you wouldn't do that, I don't understand. Because literally, if you wanted to look, if Ubuntu wanted to keep their standard look, they could do that with KDE. They could do it. Um, if they, if uh, um, Elementary OS wanted to create their look with KDE, they could do it. But no, they wanted to create their own stuff. And that's fine. Uh, but it just creates more and more desktop environments. And a lot of these things are just going to end up eventually abandoned for something else. Or they're going to have their certain problem. They're going to get heavy and bloated and all that stuff. It's just... I mean, obviously KDE is going to have its own problems. Because... One of the things about KDE is that because it has so many settings, it doesn't necessarily um, lend itself to new users, right? So it kind of makes you think that KDE needs like an easy mode. I don't know. Or just really, you know, I mean, KDE could benefit a lot from um, that that kind of n- new new user friendly like a mac kind of style in the in the discover um i mean gnome kind of gets it right with the icons even though they're not like i mean they they objectively look good but they don't i mean they don't look like you've got billions of dollars and like you they've paid a team to sit, sit back and design all of these icons but they have icons that they just look appealing immediately once you get in there they it looks like something that i don't know you're you're excited to look at every day to get new stuff and that's not discover strong suit right now it does work fine like i mean i've used discover it's fine um it used it used to not be great but on kd neon it was fantastic but my i know that i look really pale i <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because there's there you know when you lose some shading on the on the, on your face it just makes you look like i can turn this down um i don't know that that's any better but uh, i can't well, in fact turn it down <laughs> the the sad part is is we can't do like all of that nice color grading and stuff like if we <laughs> could maybe okay so we're gonna about we're about to take a tangent. This this could go down this road. All right. I have All never right. color graded anything in my life. Okay, and you probably can tell that from the videos. I, I can help even, you out there. I wouldn't even know where to start. So I'm one of those people. Like I could tell a difference when we went from standard definition to high definition. Like I could tell a difference between those two. I can't tell a big difference. My eyes just aren't good enough to tell the difference between HD and 4K. I can't. Okay. <laughs> um. The same thing, but and it has something to do with my eyes. But I, I mean, I can tell if colors are like really, really bad. But if the subtle changes that you get with color grading, I can't really tell a difference. My eyes are just that bad. But the the weird thing is, it it, it translates to my ears too. <laughs> like I, <laughs> like so I listen to podcastage. If you don't know that, he's a he's a YouTuber who reviews microphones, and he does like these long microphone reviews where he compares like 15 microphones and 
the thing is, I don't know why I listen to this thing, because I can't tell the difference between any of the microphones. They all sound exactly the same to me. Like, it doesn't matter if, like, he has, like, a, a microphone that costs $10,000. Uh, it's made by Neumann. And the thing is, is that oftentimes he'll put that up against something that costs, like, 100 bucks. I can't tell the difference. Like, not even a little bit. Like, they sound exactly the same to me. <laughs> and I, I know there are differences. Like, now, some of that is going to be because, uh, you know, my audio setup is not... Like, I don't have... These are $30 microphone uh, headphones, right? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that's going to be part of the reason. But also, I've never been an audiophile. So, um, it's just the thing. And it's the same thing with color grading and stuff. Like, I just can't tell the difference. Um, so... If you're expecting my video quality to get any better anytime soon, it's probably, probably well, not. <laughs> when we meet up later to install Mancharo, I will shoot you over the folder that I have of LUTs that, I, that I've talked to you about uh, sending over. And you can apply those pretty easily in OBS. And if you can't tell a difference with those, then you really do need to go get checked out because you're probably colorblind. <laughs> I'm not colorblind. The, the, th- the thing is, is that I can tell a difference. So, like... I like DistroTube a lot. Like, he, I would not be where I am without him. Uh, but the thing is, is he recently started changing his color grading on his his videos to look a lot darker. And, like, I can tell that. It looks like he turned all his lights off. There's And there was one there where he looked like an Oompa Loompa. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. He, he his, his skin was orange. Um, so I could like, it, it's when you get to that point where you went really far off the, the, the normality scale that I can tell, but when there is the subtle stuff, I can't tell. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I can't, there was one there where he just, it just didn't turn out all that great for him. Uh, and I, I, I don't know about you, Tyler, but I wouldn't look very good as an Oompa Loompa. I'm just... <laughs> No, no, neither would I. I I, I couldn't pull it off. (laughs) There are probably younger members of our audience who are saying, what the hell is an Oompa Loompa? (laughs) Please, no. (laughs) Look, look. I I know some of y'all might consider yourselves old. I don't consider myself old. Myself old? Oh, my God. Uh, No, no. Here's the sad sad part is that people... People probably of your generation and a little bit later probably think that um, Johnny Depp was Willy Wonka. Like that's technically true, but it's Gene Wilder people. But, yeah, <laughs> the good one. The, the the good one, not the weird pedophile we- one. <laughs> yeah, the weird one. Just like <laughs> like you could tell that one was done by I, I, who was his name? Tim Burton was that the guy who did that? Redid that. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, see, the thing is, is like when when you see the comparison between the two, like one's like, oh, this is definitely for kids. The other one's like, why is this guy who's clearly doing cocaine hanging out with kids? Like, what's <laughs> like, going like this on? This guy's definitely a pedophile. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> hey, he should not be near, near children. Uh, then don't get me wrong. Giant Depp, I'm sure, is a great. I mean, seriously, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, probably one of the best. Disney movies I've ever seen. Oh, he's a great actor, but that doesn't mean that he fit that role at all. Like that was <laughs> no, no, no. He def- that's definitely not one. 
<laughs> yeah, it's really weird, right? And, 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 I don't know how how a Linux conversation has ended up with us talking about Johnny Depp. <laughs> right, no, no. Here, here's here's the progression. We went from color grading to distro tube looking like an Oompa Loompa to Johnny Depp. I'm just saying, this is the best. Tri- <laughs> it's like it's like it's a it's a linear progression. <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I'm assuming that's probably true, but because uh, Roald Dahl was was a weird, weird author too, so his his uh, I'm I'm responding to Milo in the in the chat who said that Tim Burton stuff was it was closer to the actual books, but still, Charlie Depp's not okay. Anyways, you know. <laughs> I don't know. At least we can agree on that. Much I, think, I, don't, I don't know what's gone wrong with this podcast, but I warned you. I warned you at the beginning. I warned you at the beginning. Hey, and we were so fast weird. at the beginning that we have to make up for it with some good tangents. Okay, hey, it's only forty minutes in. We can't stop at forty minutes. Exactly. Uh, and, and especially because we need to take up more time. That way, people aren't, you know, I don't, I don't have a flood of people in my Discord just waiting for you to show up. Because I know that's what's going to happen. I'm going to gain my server is going to gain like 40 people just to wait to show, like, for you to show up so that we can do a Linux install as a group. <laughs> okay, so that's not. Gonna, it, it'll be at least eight o'clock. I'm just saying that right now. Okay, my that's time. Fine. I, 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 I gotta take a break. Usually after the podcast, I have to take away a break from the computer. Also, I have to at least sometimes when I edit this podcast, so I'm just pointing that out. So that's that's true. Um, it, it, but but I now I now might just might be in the habit of getting you the audio before you get up from the computer. All right, that's I, 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 I want to put the brakes on this habit idea because one week <laughs> of actually doing this does not form a habit. I'm, it can. It can. It's the start of a habit. It's not the actual habit. How do you think this one started? Just one at a time. So what we need to try to, what we need to do is make sure that there's some kind of reward after you sending me the audio, and then you'll you'll get that positive reinforcement, right? Okay. Uh, there is. I, it's the satisfaction of knowing that three hours later I won't get a, an, an awkward message of, hey man, can I please get that audio? <laughs> and then I progressively get angrier and angrier. <laughs> okay. You're like, hey man, I need to work. Come on. Like, I need to do this sometime before three o'clock in the morning, Tyler, please. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll see if you can do it two weeks in a row. Then we might start talking about the whole habit thing. It's all right. All right. So, uh, <laughs> good lord. Um, we had a we had an episode right before uh we breaked we we uh stopped for the the Christmas break where we talked about nothing. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is actually turned in. Like, we got away from the main topic. Um, but Katie and Gnome. Yeah, uh, I think I think KDE can come ahead, but they'll just. Need, I still think the settings is kind of something that it definitely needs to be addressed. Like just, I don't know, making it a little bit more competitive and a little bit more user friendly uh, would be nice. But yeah, Discover still. I hadn't even thought about Discover until you brought it up. I mean, that's that's a really good point. Like. It definitely, definitely could use improving. 
Well, I I think the big the biggest. I mean, we we talk. I think Discover is the biggest one because I mean the vast majority of people, excuse me, are, are new users who come into a desktop environment and never used it before. And the number one place that they're going to visit outside of a browser is going to be the store where they buy their application, uh, buy their applications, but get their applications. And if it, that, if that, hey, now we're not, we're not elementary OS, okay? Right. <laughs> well, distinguish. Uh, whatever. The, the, the thing <laughs> is, if it doesn't look good, right, and people aren't going to go there. There's also the problem of KD having really weird defaults in a lot of their applications. So, like, Kmail, as it comes out of the box, almost completely unusable. It's just not a good experience. And, uh, and that's the way with a lot of the KDE applications is that their defaults just aren't that great. You can make them fantastic. Like, you can make Kmail into literally anything you want in terms of, like, uh, organizations, Todoist, uh, not Todoist, but Todos, uh, calendars, all that stuff. And you can organize it and make the UI hook however you want and create a workflow and uh, do a ton of stuff. But that all requires a lot of effort and a lot of knowledge of how to do it. And you got to know that that stuff is there. And so better defaults for their applications would see them uh, like miles ahead of where they are now because their defaults right now are for a lot of the times not very good at all. Um, so, and the one thing you can say about GNOME is that their default applications are stupidly simple. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. every single GNOME application does its job. And, yeah. uh, like, like I said, say what you will about GNOME and all the features that they've taken out and the lack of customization and all that stuff. But if you go into their calendar application, it's a fucking calendar application. It does the things that the calendar application needs to do and no more. And while, yeah, you can't customize it at all, at least it does that job, you know? Yeah. Um, it just, serves the function perfectly. That's it. I just spent like at least a minute there praising GNOME. I need to, I, I need a bucket. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is this Matt's podcast? <laughs> like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm <laughs> pod person now. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good lord. Um, I gotta rotate my headphones here because my ears falling asleep. And that is a weird, weird, weird sensation when your ear falls asleep. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Apparently it is. Um, anyway, so that's the thing about this whole comparison thing is that when you use GNOME as a new user, you have at least a really good chance of being able to use everything that they send you. Now... Once you've progressed past that point and want to do customizations, that's where GNOME fails, that falls down. With KDE, it's the opposite thing. We, their, their built-in applications aren't the most user-friendly. Their, the system settings aren't user-friendly user at all. But if you can get past that and get to the point where you actually want to use those settings, uh, you you at least have that opportunity to do so, where you wouldn't have that opportunity on GNOME. So, um, I think the biggest problem is for this whole idea of KDE taking over is that their defaults aren't great. And it would require a tremendous amount of work on the part of distros to make those defaults better. So like if if Ubuntu wanted to go through and use KDE as their default, now they're going to ditch GNOME, they'd have to go through and make sure every single application was new user-friendly because the vast majority of people come to Ubuntu probably are new or newish users. 
And if those defaults aren't good, if they're not u new user friendly, then ah, good word. Then their um, ability to use that desktop environment slash distro is just going to be non-existent. Wow. No, we. It's a roller coaster, man. We went. We started off with the main topic, and then we went into Oompa Loompa Land, and we came back out to the main topic. It was pretty good. All right. Uh, let's just wrap this up. This is this, this has been. <laughs> There's nothing like a good roller coaster of a podcast. Come guess, on now. Wait, seriously, I'm gonna take those off now. I can't see anything, but that's okay. I can't see anything with a mom. Um. All right. Now, every week we go through. And have picks, tips, tricks, something of the week. We don't know what to call it. Uh, it's because we're not talented or creative enough to come up with an actual name for ourselves. That's just that so true. I mean, it's just the most true thing I've ever spoken. Uh, and this week is no different. So, Tyler, what is your pick of the week? I'm sure. Uh, my pick of the week is something I'm definitely going to get bullied for a hundred percent. Now, as far as I know, this only works on like. Windows and may work on Mac. I have no idea. Um, I'm 99% sure it does not work on uh, Linux because I'm pretty sure the version that I downloaded was probably built for Windows XP. Um, it looked old as dog poop. But this is a program that, like, it's kind of um, it. It's a GUI application for designing and modeling trees without actually having to model you like it gives you a whole bunch of different sliders and variables to affect and like procedurally generate uh, like pr uh, tree branches and you can make those into trunks make more branches off of them and then add uh, leaves to that and then um, it does all of the complex thing like vertex painting and all of this stuff to make a model that you could use in a game engine and it's primarily used for Unreal. As far as I know, it can be used in others, but that's what it's made for. Um, it's a really nice, really cool tool. I had a lot of fun playing around with it. I'm not using it for my game, but um, just in case anyone else is like into that kind of stuff or you're like, that sounds like something that would be fun to play around with. Um, it looks like a virus, but it's actually a really cool tool. <laughs> Now, I haven't used Windows in a long time, but Windows looks like a virus, so I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. All right. Um, that does sound cool, but obviously not anything that I'd be interested in, seeing as how it doesn't run on Linux. Also, because I'm not a game developer, like at all. Like zero. I mean, is, is, there, is there such a thing as a negative game? In, uh, like, 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 I'm pretty sure if you let me near your game, I'd probably take away from it. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I'd probably give it a virus or something. <laughs> 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 All right, good lord, uh, I, you're the one that's sleep deprived. Yeah, I'm the one acting like it. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey. uh, I'm surprised that I am even still awake. I was really, really nervous that I was gonna fall asleep at like nine o'clock in the morning and then fall asleep like a rock and then just sleep like sleep until like 15 minutes before the podcast wake up just scared like oh god more like <laughs> sleep till 15 minutes after the podcast oh shit man i'm sorry that too. That too. <laughs> that's probably more likely <laughs> that's happened before i'm just saying all right uh <laughs> that's the thing is i hold grudges by the way <laughs> so you know that like i'll never let you live anything down and, all right so and matt just so you know i don't all right 
us missing yesterday. I'm fine with a man. You deserve it. All right. You knew I had time. Like, like, I, that's the reason why I asked. Um, I'll, there's gonna be some days like that, just that where I just like, like I'm sorry, Tyler. I, I've been busy all day long. I don't want to talk to you. Okay. And look, I, and, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just, this is, this is not I'm a just you reminding point. you. I'm just reminding you. I don't hold a grudge, man. Like, like, it's it, fine. When I tell you I don't want to talk to you, it's not really a you problem. It's more like I don't want to talk to anybody. Like so, like I've had enough of people. That's what today. they all say. That's what <laughs> it's really, it's really not a personal thing. It's just I don't want to talk to anybody because I've I've had enough of people for the day. And if I talk to one more person, I'm going to commit homicide. All right. Well, a day full of dealing with a whole bunch of people. At some point, you just want to tap out. Like, just, no. People, man. Who needs them? <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's a reason why a cabin in the woods sounds really appropriate sometimes. You know, like really appealing. Uh, there, <laughs> Tyler's going to go out on his wagon. I'll be out in the middible woods, in the middle of the woods. Uh, the only problem is there's no fucking internet out there, and that's the biggest problem. That's the problem. Uh, if there's internet, I'd, I'd be good. Anyway, so my app of the week is called QPrompt. Now... For the most part, this is a useless lap for most people. Most people don't need a teleprompter. I'm just going to put that out there. Um, but I've decided that I'm going to go through and actually start a new YouTube channel for my history stuff. And see if I can make a go of that. And if I can do that, then I don't have to work on my job. But we'll, that's a, a pipe dream at the moment. But the thing is, is that if I'm going to create a history channel, I can't be as... How do I put this nicely? Off the cuff, as my Linux channel has turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I needed a cue. I needed a teleprompter of something so that I could. You know, I don't have to just you know read a uh, uh, like a block of text and something that actually acted like a teleprompter. So QPrompt is that application. It's fairly new, and it has a ton of settings, like ton, uh, just an absolute ton of settings. There's a ton of customization you can do. Uh, it's kind of like a KDE app, KDE app in that way mm-hmm. uh, that you can go through and just change a ton of different stuff about it. And it's a really good. It's native. I don't think it's written in Electron, but I could be wrong about that. But it's still, uh, it's still really, really good. And um, yeah, if you are the type of person who does need a teleprompter and you're gonna start scripting stuff, QPrompt is probably something you should check out. Uh, now, somebody asked me if. I was going to start scripting for the Linux cast, the, the channel, the Linux channel. I was like, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I think I've cultivated a reputation where bullshitting has kind of gotten me through. And I think mm-hmm. that I will keep that reputation going on forward. Uh, although I do believe that I've gotten a little bit better, a little more well-spoken in the year and a half or so that I've been doing this. Uh, there's not so many ums as there used to be. Like I, I went through and watched one of my first videos the other day and wow why would you I do bad. that right, so why would you do that when i yourself? first when i first started doing actual videos like to begin with it was just the podcast right and then i decided i was going to do linux videos when i first started doing those i didn't even edit the damn things like i literally recorded them and posted them that was awesome. all there was there was no editing whatsoever on there so every um ah and <laughs> and and you know and fart all Everything was there. Like I didn't even have any of them, uh, and you could tell. <laughs> like you can really freaking tell. It's really bad. Like, uh, and the thing is, like one of those has like ten thousand views. 
Like, like people, people have watched that Zimwiki view, video, which I'm pretty sure was my very first video, like a lot of times, and it's like I'm so, I'm so embarrassed that that's, that's actually man. Like I think that's, and the thing is, at that point, I wasn't even appearing on camera. Like I was, I was a little <sighs> gun shy on the whole camera thing for a while. <sighs> I um, wish. I'm so jealous. Mine's a Q-Tile video. It's so bad, and my video, my face is in it. And it's so bad. So I I have an uh, I have a how to customize i3 video. It's my most most viewed video it has over thirty thousand views, and it's one of my earliest videos. So it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not the it's not as bad as the first video. It's like you could see some progression. Like it was a little bit better. It was definitely edited, uh, and there was my fa- my face was in it, but it still compared to the things that I do now, which still aren't all that great, you know, <laughs> it's, it was definitely not uh, a great. And the thing is, like, it's my most viewed video. Like, and the thing is, so I was like, I was thinking, I want to redo this video, but if I redo it, will that one then stop getting views? Like, and that thing sometimes holds my views some days with, with the number of views that it gets. Like, I don't really want to go through and, and kneecap the damn thing and then... <laughs> Ruin, ruin it. Because what if the new the new video doesn't do it well? But I'm eventually gonna redo it because I'm gonna have to. But um, yeah. So, uh, TFL. I like so. <laughs> um. Anyways, that is a uh, good lord. We did make it to an hour, by the way, by bullshitting <laughs> through. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, we we bullshitted at least half the time. All right. Anyways, why why did you get a bokeh effect now? I'm just asking. <laughs> well, someone in chat said I'm definitely running Windows, and I was like, I, I was just gonna turn this on and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not running Windows. <laughs> uh, uh, Carlos has asked a couple times, "Where's Buddy?" Oh, um, <clears throat> give me one second. Um, let me turn off the background effect and uh, switch over my webcam. There's That's Buddy. Hi, buddy. For those of you watching the buddy. video, Buddy has now appeared on camera. He put his ears up. <laughs> like, he knows. He knows. All right. Buddy, they're saying hi. There's Buddy. All right. So, that is it for this week. Uh, coming up next week, we're going to be talking about... Let's just see here. We're going to be talking about... I have no clue what we're going to be talking about next week. We're, we're going to talk about something. Uh, we, I have several options here. I don't know what they're going to be yet. But anyway, this, I think it's technically it's Tyler's turn next week. So we should be talking about should Linux uh, lay with the devil NVIDIA? We'll probably come up with a better title for that. I'm just... Probably. We don't want to invite the a devil. Sleep deprived me coming up with an amazing title would be really surprising. You remember the punctuation. I'm just very impressed. Uh, again, so am <laughs> I. And, and then it was like, we, we can't have punctuation because <laughs> in Linux, you can't use a question mark in a to- in a file format. It just, just saying it. apparently you can use file. You can use question marks in windows in, in <laughs> file names. Uh, yeah. You can't, you can't do that on Linux. I'm just saying. Uh, well, I, I think you, I don't think you can do it in file names. I think you can do it in folders. It's weird like that. It's it's something like that. Yeah, all right. It doesn't matter. You just stop using Windows yeah, completely. No. I'm just saying. All right. Anyways. Well, I was just I was just in the online ID and I was typing out a sin, so my brain like sleep deprived was just like you gotta punctuate. <laughs> <laughs> there's like a, there's a comma and there's a question mark there. You can't do that online. Anyway, so that is it for this time. If you uh you want to support us on Patreon, patreoncom Uh Tyler also has a Patreon. Uh, thing uh, 
patreon.com aka zany is that it i believe so yes okay if if you can't find it there's always my youtube channel uh with the about section you can find the links there as well as the discord where you will be able to come over there as always i'm always hanging out in general talk please feel free to come by and join and wait for matt to join us (laughs) all this pressure man i don't know if i'm uh, i don't know if i like it or not i don't like pressure pressure there's no pressure we're just gonna have a good time and hopefully uh successfully install manjaro and have a good time before i get out of this chair i will back up my computer so that it does that while i'm away and i will go through and actually download manjaro that way i have it installed and then i can just do do a dd onto a uh key here and we'll do it like we'll do this so i'm gonna roll baller style and i'm just i'm just gonna load the iso on a ventoid drive (sighs) ventoid doesn't better work for me <laughs> Ventoy works for me for everything but elementary OS. And all right. Anyways, uh, it's not we, elementary OS. Before we go, I should t- t- take a moment to thank my current patrons today: Devon, East Coast Web, Patrick L. Primus, Marcus Miglin, Jackson Ape Tools, Steve A. Cybergate Linux, Garrick Mitchell, Art Center Carbon Day, Jeremy, Sean Odin, Martin E., which is a brand new uh, member on YouTube. A welcome, friend. Merrick Camp, Joshua Lee, J Dog, Peter A., Crucible, Dark Bandit Six. Thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody for your support. We will be next back next week with an NVIDIA show, which we'll be talking about NVIDIA. I'm gonna be Linus Torvalds. I mean, fuck you, NVIDIA. <laughs> and that's, that's we're gonna that's gonna be the whole thing. Because uh, I've never had a good experience with NVIDIA on Linux. Just never have. Anyway, so that is a good preview for that week. For next week, we will see you then. Boy.